Welcome to Never Ceasing Podcast, who never stops since it starts. Let's keep on going. My name's Tim, and across the table from me today is a wonderful Nathan. I was cut off. Every time. <laughs> I expect you to introduce yourself. Well, it's never going to happen. But yeah. anyways, we got a special guest with us today, and his name is AJ. Hello. I will introduce myself. I guess I don't need to, because he already did. But a little background check. I've been... Very close friends with Nathan for a long time and Tim. Of course. And they asked me to come on the podcast. And so here I am. Here he is. Yeah. And ours a very special topic for the day is we've been like brothers for years. So it's be like a brother. Yeah. Uh, we've lived, quote unquote, across the street from each other for years. I've been up like three blocks and those, the, the two people across from me are like a block and a half away and so we've just yeah. <laughs> an amen i just, that just oh yeah yeah like, amen oh, that, uh, uh, applies but i don't preach, think specifically brother, preach. This. preach but i would just like to say that we're going to share our stories of being a brother what a brother is like <laughs> and uh <laughs> this might want this might get graphic <laughs> This non-visual podcast may get very graphic. Oh, wait. <laughs> we might strike something in your imagination. <laughs> but anyways. I can yeah, capture that... many things with your imagination with my voice. Just listen. Just, just my voice. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to just go ahead and tell you, the listener now, that yes. you know. <laughs> Tim doesn't try to make me laugh 24-7. <laughs> It's a it's been a mission for AJ and Dylan their entire lives. Yes. To make me laugh. The entire life. So this is there's going to be many times where he's gonna say something stupid or smart. One of those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh. Stupid things. So do I. Which it's, is why it's I laugh. It's gonna be a couple inside jokes <laughs> and just randomness. Just like Connie. She's home. We don't know. Just told you. Yeah, we don't know who this Connie is, but she's home. Yeah, we just but anyways, yeah, so we're going to talk about being like a brother, being like a brother. What, it's, what it's like to expect and what to think of when you have a brother. And if you don't, baby well, it sounds like we're giving like a baby brother speech. <clears throat> like you're going to be a, you're going to be a, going to be a big brother, baby. <laughs> anyways, but like that's the topic. To like a five-year-old. That's, what is the, the topic? Being like a brother? Being like a brother. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. So Tim, go ahead and. Go. So, uh, I'm actually going to start with AJ, because he said he had a definition of the word brother for us. And so I'm going to give that over to him. We did a five-second age- segue about AJ. Let's go to him! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, hold on, hold on. i got to segue even longer to AJ here. Hold on. Okay, now go ahead. Oh my well, thank you, AJ, for once again being on the course. My oh. pleasure. Um, I was excited um, when they reached out to me. I went out today, and I actually decided to do a little bit of wee search. Um, Webster's describes a brother as number one is a biological, you know, whether you have one parent or both parents is your biological, and then having somebody that's an offspring of those same parents or of one of your parents, they are now part of your biological family. But I think it goes much deeper than that. I actually like the second definition on Webster's, which is one related to another by a common ties or interest. Um, and I, I think it's it's very important to remember too, um, when you're talking about brothers, in, in a sense of unity, 
um, oh, that sure. you remember mm-hmm. those ties. And I, even like Tim and Nate, what do you guys think of what, even when I say that, what are some things you guys think about? Like the things that tie us together? I think it it really was, we were so close. And I know for you guys, you were basically the same age. You were really, really close in age. And then I came we, along we are kind of later. <laughs> you are the same age. It's not basically, you are. But I say it's just the close, closeness by is, is that you were always um, grouped together. Like there wasn't a time where we were to do group projects or group things where it was like Dylan, AJ, Nathan. And then I showed up later on as like Dylan, AJ, Nathan, Tim. And then it was Dylan, AJ, Nathan, Tim, the troublemakers. And uh, I was the ringleader. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, you know, when you say unity, I th- I think of like when Armand would say, "Oh, well, when you grow up, these these siblings that you have are gonna be your best friends," mm-hmm. and it's so true. Like AJ and Tim right here are my best friends, but I can honestly say I would call my brothers before I call them. Yeah, <laughs> that's I... just like how it is. That's what I would do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been going through a difficult time, and the first person I called was my biological brother. You know, It wasn't the fact that you guys wouldn't be there for me, but it was the fact that we've built up trust along the way of yeah. growing up together. You don't have to wonder what they're going to think. You know what they're yeah. Not exactly you know what they're going to think, but you know that they're going to support you. Not mm-hmm. that we wouldn't, but you <clears throat> don't question it like at all. <laughs> you, you've, you've gone to them for so long about the little things that they've helped you through and then you're like well why don't we go with the big things because they were right there yeah and if i can even add on i think uh the hebrew word for brother really cuts into that um the original hebrew translation is ah that's a h h in uh, american literature so like trying to get something out of your throat yeah literally literally <laughs> except they they have a way of pronouncing it so it sounds uh exactly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so you know I like, in, I, in english uh, it's like timmy is my awesome <laughs> I, I, like, I like nathan's definition of phlegm the phlegm you try to get out of your throat <laughs> your brother that's, that's what your brother is the phlegm you try to get out of your throat <laughs> <laughs> Family in a nutshell. Oh, a burden in your throat that you're just trying to get rid of. I'm joking. She's a joke. But um, we would never. Oh, jeez. But uh, anyway, I love this. The definition is a male who has the same parents as another or shares one parent with another. One who stands between the enemy and the family. A protector. That is good. See, and I, and I fell in love with that as soon as I heard it. Because when you think about them, what does a protector do? He guards what is precious. Yeah. And once again, when a brother has your back, there's something about it. You know, even like my brother, you know, he's huge, but he's always had my back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, even in bad situations, like at the end of the day, he's there. Just like you were saying about your biological brothers, it's it's that mm-hmm. natural instinct that God has instilled in us to be protectors. Um, and I mean, all throughout the Bible, we read about different uh characters and what it means to be in a brotherhood and what it means uh to be a brother in itself you know what's funny i'm gonna add something real quick because well i can uh (laughs) tim has one brother aj has one brother i have four right well i would consider aj to have two but yes six technically but four four brothers and uh 
it's weird because like you you guys like it it works because that's what you grew up with you, they know everything mm-hmm. but like for me like i feel like my some of my brothers don't know everything like i if i need something like if i like i don't know if i need to talk about something important i'd probably go to mike <laughs> if i'm trying to get a good laugh i'm gonna go to malachi if I need financial advice or something like that, AJ, Jake, out of your biological brothers, yeah, out of my biological brothers, Jake. And then if I need somebody to like, if I need like backup, Kale, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's how it goes, and that's like what I think of them as. But they're all leaders, yeah, all, all people that can lead a home lead a generation and it's like that's what it is it's learning to be united in a sense of like that's <laughs> that's the person that you're going to walk beside for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and like like i don't know it's just it's it's a lot more than just blood yeah i was just say um as far as we go, I would say I think the same thing, except I changed a little bit and changed it to the church because I, like you right. said, I have a smaller family, but I think the same thing. It's like, oh, I have this person in the church that I trust to do these things. Like you don't have someone in your life that you trust to build out of your blood brothers, right. but you have Josh and Josh can help you build. And it's things like that where it's like those people aren't your biological brothers, but they've been with you for so long that you trust them like a brother. Yeah. I and that's where it's, it's it says in the, I know our pastors have said this, it doesn't take uh, a family to raise a child. It takes a church to raise the child. You know, it takes more than just parents to really raise it, raise someone in the ways of God and in the ways that they should go. For sure. 100%. Agreed. And I think it's really important too, to even see, you know, okay, so that's great. <laughs> Um, you know, the scripture in Hebrews 13, 1, it says, keep on loving one another as mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. And that's great. You know, yeah. fantastic. What does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get the, we get the statement and the command, which is to love others as brothers and sisters. But what does that mean practically? What does that look like day in and day out? Um, mm. you know, and I, I found in my life, I love this. Galatians 5.14, it says, For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And actually, believe it or not, neighbor connects white to brother and sister because we are a family and a body. Once again, when you're talking about brotherhood, what is that? It is a united group under one purpose, one name, that is Jesus Christ, for a divine purpose Mm -hmm. to help each other. Uh, uh, you know, in those places, it's like Ecclesiastes 4.10, for if one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Why? Because there's something to be said about, you know, uh, there's when Paul's talking to the church, he tells the older women to teach the younger women and the mm-hmm. older men to teach the younger guys. There's something about brotherhood. Um, you know, when you get a group of guys, you got to have those brothers be like, dude, you're heading down this road. You need to stop. Yeah. You know, it's, it's see what you guys think too about that. You know, I even think in those times, the neighbor was your brother, like in the natural, because families stayed close together. They were right there, and uh, as time progressed, we separate from that. We live right next to your brother, 
Well, I think it's that beautiful same relationship because you need someone like that. And that's what the church is there to help you with. I know there's a lot of times where um, I've had times where I called upon, you know, help from the church with my problems. And uh, I remember one time it was the middle of the middle of the, of the worst blizzard in, in, in the winter. And uh, I, I needed help. And there was a call made out. It was about two hours. It took probably about 15 people to show up in a middle school parking lot just to pray. And, you know, those are the kind of people that are your brothers, you know, not the people that are like, Oh, I'll be praying for you. And they just kind of sit in a chair, but people that'll come together in the middle of a blizzard and be there for you. You know, those are the kind of people you want in your corner. Those are the kind of people who are your brothers and sisters. Unity. Yeah. Those, those are the people you trust. It's interesting because <clears throat> The one scripture AJ read, which was Hebrews 13, 1, and just talks about love. It's uh, it's interesting because people will see love as like a ooey-gooey type feeling. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's not that. And it's not it's not a feeling. It's yeah. a decision. And it's something that you have to every day get up and decide. Because, like, one day you decide to not. Like, you've worked so hard to get to that point where you have that type of love for that person. And then you say, well, they did this to me. So, you know, I don't I, I don't think so highly of them anymore. You know, <laughs> even as your brothers. And it's, it's funny because if you think back. And my sister, and I know we're talking about brothers. That's okay. <laughs> Sisters are fine. But my sister pushed me off my, my bunk bed, <laughs> and I smashed my head off of our bed. But you the, know the what's you know you know what's funny though. The love that, and I was young, so I you know I I forgave and forgot. I mean, I still remember. You it forgave happened. and remembered to tell us, <laughs> right? I still remember it happened. But like, explains the big head. The, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was Johanna. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the point that I'm trying to make is that even if they hurt you, you are the one that has the decision to like give them. But like, it's in a way you're you had no choice mm-hmm. when uh you were in a family like eventually sooner or later you are going to let it go and move on yeah that's how we should be with everybody agreed because it doesn't matter either one you're never going to see them again so you shouldn't hold a grudge yeah. anyways nor <laughs> two you will see them again and why would you want to have a, a bad attitude towards them or a sour like it's, i don't know why would you want to act like that yeah, absolutely yeah. i know there's there was a time I think I was, I couldn't be in a room with my brother for about six months and my biological brother, um, just stuff happened and I couldn't be with him for about six months, but I pushed myself to be with him because I still loved him. You know, it wasn't that I didn't love him anymore. I still loved him, but it just hurt to be with him. You know, it's, it's not like when you're a little kid. You know, it's like, oh, they cut my arm, <laughs> but like when it really hurts, but you really have to think about like, is it worth reconnecting? Because I hear a lot of people at the end of their lives, they go, I wish I never were mad at my brother for so long is whatever that's, it was. That's the thing. 
that's honestly the thing uh when 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 you um i told you it was gonna happen when you like it that that thing right there and i lost my train of thought thank you sorry i was excited Uh, to share it's okay go ahead I don't know what I was going to say, so please. Okay, so, okay, all right, sorry. I did not mean to distract there. I did not. I got excited because there's a scripture for this. There's a scripture for this. No, you're fine. You're fine. There's just my favorite thing is that the Bible describes everything perfectly. The words that we cannot find, we find in the word of God, mm-hmm. um, which is that love is patient. And this is 1 Corinthians 13, my personal favorite scripture, verses 4 through 8. Which is love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it's so important to remember that that when you have a brother, that your brother realizes that through Christ, that your greatest failures do not define you or your greatest successes define you you are defined but is written in the word of god yeah man <laughs> yeah i what, whatever we do as a temp temporary here on earth really will never matter i think the person who best describes that is jesus um the 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 time that jesus healed 10 was 10 lepers and only one came back to say thank you and Jesus said, "Weren't there weren't there ten of you?" And he goes, "Well, I'm the only one who came back." You know, it's that same thing in in with our brothers. You know, whether they're our physical brothers or our friend brothers, is that those things that we do, like, "Oh man, I really love that you picked me up that one day to go wherever," but that really doesn't matter. You know, it's just that one little thing. You know, it could be he healed your arm, but it's only one act. It's that choice of love that Nathan said. And it's that love that really matters. You know, that love that says you're going to stick by and stay with them, even if they do something bad, something bad, something good. I think another major point that I would say is, and it's funny, because I felt like Peter so many times where I denied Christ. And it's funny, though, because we're talking about love, but I feel like forgiveness and love go hand in hand. And... (laughs) Jesus was, or Peter denied Jesus three times. Mm-hmm. And then he rose again and he said, Go tell Peter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you need a better example than that, I don't know what, I, I don't know. But that example is just love and forgiveness right there. And they are hand in hand things where it's like, you proclaim that you are like Jesus, then you need to be able to forgive and forget. And maybe not forget, but forgive and move on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, I've had moments in my life where there's people where I would just, I would rather be like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> At this point, I don't care. But it's the forgiveness part where you decide that it's not worth that relationship. And you don't mm-hmm. have to go back to what that relationship looked like before but at least like don't if if you don't have to shut somebody out don't yeah (laughs) like that's just what i think about that yeah and i think there's some important things to um draw for him i mean jesus washed judas's feet knowing full well what he was gonna do he chose to serve him Mm -hmm. jesus 
also didn't feel like dying on the cross. He actually asked God in the garden if there's any other way, you know, make it possible. Mm-hmm. But not my will, but your will. And it's the same thing relationally is you're never going to feel like forgiving somebody 24-7. You're never going to feel all the, like you were saying, the ooey-gooey emotions. Yeah. Um, you don't feel that way. But love demands a choice, not a feeling. Yeah. And and we tend to mix the two so much in this culture that we live in where it's like cancel culture, where it's like, okay, you don't support this, you don't support that. Then just forget you and you're missing the whole point of love which is to have a relationship, which requires almost a, when you come to read the Bible in general, you have to come with an attitude before the Holy Spirit of almost uh, forgetting everything you know to learn something new. And it's the Mm -hmm. same thing relationally. When you look into a relationship and there's been a breakage or something like that in your brotherhood or your unity, it's never going to be the same. But guess what? It can be better than it was. It's the same way when a flood washes out a house. You still might have that foundation, but you can rebuild a new house and you have to learn to appreciate it for what it is mm-hmm. and the progression that it's going through. Yeah. I know, like you said, uh, I have two thoughts. So I'm going to comment them. Uh, the first thought I'll tag on with AJ. I've seen so many families get ruined off of this main thing, which is the Thanksgiving d- debate about <laughs> Republican or Democrat. <laughs> and let me tell you this now, whatever it was, whatever you have to say, it's not worth it. If I'm cheating, what? Neither, neither <laughs> one of the family will be happy <laughs> with either, either one. Like if you're fighting the whole time during Thanksgiving, neither family's happy. Yes, it's not worth it. It's not worth that trouble and that pain. Right, definitely. And we're so easily annoyed. We are Absolutely. so we're such <laughs> cool freaks. I mean, like somebody leaves the toothpaste. Uh, they get it out a certain way that bothers some people. Or yeah. you vacuum the carpet and you don't pull back with the lines a certain way or mow the lawn this way. That bothers people. But why is it? Because we seek control. And the whole message of the Bible is submission. It's the same thing in brotherhood. It is submitting to one another in love for that same goal we talked about earlier, that unity in Jesus, which requires humility and a willingness to relearn what's going on around mm-hmm. us. Absolutely. It's really important just to remember to be, to come with the arm to cry on and not to condemn. Because sometimes, like most of the time, people don't want to fight with you. Like they don't come to your house and be like, all right, I'm going to go fight AJ. Woo! Now, I, I, do, I may do that quite a bit, but that's for a different reason. <laughs> um, exactly. But when I say that I don't go to someone's house to fight them, and that's the thing with our brothers is that you don't go to their house to fight them. No. You know, Nathan goes to his brother's house to pet his cat. Right. I mean, that's, that's sisters, a good but yeah. Well, it's sister's <laughs> brother-in-law. Twice removed. Twice removed, bud. Just for you. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, for real. Like, the uh, unity. But those, I think those three things are probably the most like crucial things love forgiveness and unity mm-hmm. that's you don't know how to do one of those things or if you can't allow somebody to show you that then you're the problem yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of people have a hard time with saying and we we mentioned this when uh we were in a podcast with jake yep. we're like it's uh it's funny because you sometimes you're 
the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you like, are the problem. <laughs> it's not always the other person. It's you. And like mm-hmm. you said, I'll tag on to it. Like AJ said, he's like, uh, there's imperfections or there's things that you don't do that somebody else wants you to do. If you do that on purpose, that's one thing. But if you're just doing it and then they're upset about it, like that's pointless. Like it's you're the one that's wrong. They did it. Why do you have to complain? <laughs> I mean, like I just yeah, that's what I think about. That. I think um, um, on another, which is really cool that I found today, which goes along with brotherhood as well as being humble, as we were talking about approaching with that way when you see an imperfection in somebody how do you approach it you know your first response should be number one to pray and i love this in the old testament god gives very specific instructions to uh different ones on how to build a temple and it needs to be built a certain way now fun fact when jesus says that i am the way the truth and the light believe it or not the hebrews were forward to the temple they were forward to the doorway is the way mm-hmm. and then they were forward to the altar before god's presence before his throne was the was the hold on, hold on, hold on, the, truth. the truth that's why mm-hmm. the truth yeah and when you got into god's throne room that was the life and see that's why jesus says that i am the way the truth and the light nobody comes to the father except through me so what does that mean for brotherhood it cuts right back into when we approach god with an offense or a perceived uh i don't know notion. problem yeah notion problem when you perceive god with that kind of an attitude you're in a place of humility to receive what he has to say, regardless of your pre-assumptive thoughts about your brother. Wow. <laughs> so like I said, it's amazing uh, how the Bible is all intertwined. I, I mean, it's literally, it's insane. I could like, mm-hmm. go, oh my gosh, you know, it's good. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So. I, I was recently, to go on a slight tangent, I was recently talking to someone um, about the... <laughs> about the bible aj did a visual guy i did a thumbs up i'm sorry (laughs) he said i was recently talking to someone i just threw my thumbs up sorry i was recently talking with a co-worker and he was like man my my father-in-law is a super christian and i hate it and i finally stumped him with one thing and he goes uh what's the one thing god hates and he, I go, well, there's a lot in the Old Testament that God says that he hates. Well, And then he goes, I only believe New Testament. And I sat there and I went, oh, you foolish boy. Yeah, well, I, I didn't say this out loud. I really, I was like, you can't have the old without the new and you can't have the new without the old. Well, I did find the answer he was looking for. Uh, I said, well, God hates a lukewarm spirit. And so that was the answer to that question. But that's my sign to <laughs> <laughs> wasn't meant for you to laugh. It wasn't sarcastic. I just looked in your direction. I'm sorry, Tim. That's good. Keep going, man. Keep going. We're refocusing. But um, looking at the time, do you guys want to do a second one? Because we're yeah, let's do a second. We're part. we're through a, a one podcast right now, so I think we can keep going with another one. Do it. So I'm gonna say we take a mid break. Um, and our lovely assistant Nathan. It's going to do. <laughs> Sorry. Our lovely assistant, AJ, is going to sit there and behave. Our co host, <laughs> co anchor, you know what? Just the head honcho of something. Wow. Podcast, maybe. 
You know, they're always <laughs> here. He, he, I'm he here. Is, but... All right, he, but anyways. He is going to do a mid, mid-break mid prayer because we've yeah. never stopped. No, we never do. We've never stopped. So since we don't, I'm going to continue us in prayer. Dude, I never stop. You never stop. You never stop. You can't. You're, can't we, stop. we physically cannot the stop. The idea of being never ceasing. Oh, hey, there was a cameo. Was the... Sorry, I just throw that in. <laughs> oh, dude. But anyways. Wow. So he's going to give us a Well, that was a good us. first half of the podcast. Uh, some very powerful stuff. I think we'll come back podcast. with even more yeah, others. I agree. I agree. So. Let's uh let's send this one and uh or and I I apologize. Let's put this one at a break at a uh-huh. pausing point and uh then we'll come back and we'll still have AJ with us. Where's the prayer? All right. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for AJ, thank you for Tim, thank you for myself. <laughs> God, thank you for everything that you've given to us. God, I pray that our brothers that they become stronger in you. God, I pray that in your light, they see you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I thank you for joining us. Please come back for part two.